Hello, and thank you for joining us today on this Ropes and Gray podcast. I'm Deb Lucier, Asset Management Partner in the Boston Office of Ropes and Gray. Joining me today is my partner, Paul Van Houten, from our Private Capital Transactions Group. We also have a special guest joining us today, Tom Berger, Managing Partner and Co-Founder of Gridiron Capital. Tom, thanks very much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, Deb and Paul, and uh, really looking forward to it. Um, Tom, before we jump into the substance of today's podcast, would you like to give us a brief introduction of yourself and your firm? Uh, Yeah, that would be great, Deb. I think the two are very closely linked, obviously. When you look at my background, uh, I've now been investing for over 26 years, uh, and uh, my early career really started as a child working in and growing up in two family businesses. Uh, in addition to that, you know, I spent time in GE's manufacturing management program. Uh, I also worked uh, in the early 90s with Boston Consulting Group and helping them to uh, really help U.S. companies get established in China. And so, uh, you know, very, very good experience and exposure uh, and, and then getting into uh, private equity and investing back in 1994. So I've been investing now for over 26 years, um, and uh, one of the first uh, things that uh, I did when investing is uh, get introduced to Paul Van Houten and Ropes and Gray, and uh, I've been working uh, with Paul and Ropes uh, ever since then. So it's been a, a very, very uh, uh, you know fun and, and, and successful relationship, and uh, I can't imagine uh, working with anyone else that could bring the value they did, especially to this fundraise. So thank you both very much. Thanks, Tom. It's a, certainly been a great partnership uh, over the years, and, and we look forward to uh, continuing working closely with uh, you and Gridiron into the future. We really uh, look forward to it as well. In this podcast, which is a part of a series of podcasts on issues of interest to buyout funds, sponsors, and investors. Uh, We are going to hear from Tom on Gridiron's experience fundraising during the pandemic, and we're also going to pick Tom's brain a bit on what lies ahead for private equity in 2021. So, Tom, let me start with your most recent fundraising. Uh, Gridiron 4 held its final closing on December 1st with commitments in excess of $1.3 billion. Uh, several closings were held during the pandemic, including two in March during the height of the lockdown, at least in the Northeast. And we, we'd love to hear from you as to how the pandemic impacted Gridiron's fundraising and whether you made any adjustments to your fundraising process. Yeah, Deb, I think that's a great question because as we've now looked back, uh, it really had differing uh, impacts at different points. And so when we look early on, uh, we had a lot of momentum moving towards final close, and it caused some people to want to accelerate and come up and get their on-site done, Uh, others really to put on the brakes. And I think the biggest issue is nobody understood what the pandemic was going to mean. They didn't understand, you know, how long uh, the timing of coming out of it. uh, And they didn't understand the impact to business and investing. And so, you know, that, that caused, I think, some people to to be cautious early on. uh, And others, I think, felt that maybe this would pass quickly. And and so, you know, they could kind of get back to business as usual. 
I think by the time we got to late May and June, you know, people understood that this was not going to be something that was over quickly and they were going to have to adjust, you know, how they went about things. And so, yeah, I think the best thing is, you know, that we did is, is we showed a lot of empathy. One of the things Gridiron really prides itself on is our unique culture, uh, our respect for everybody we come in contact with, uh, our, you know, focus on, uh, on individuals and, uh, and, and using that background that I discussed uh, that, that we have to, to really align with and, and be empathetic to investors or management teams and companies. And so we spent extra time. I, we would do Zoom calls and provide information, um, you know, over and over again, whatever it took to really get the prospective uh, LP comfortable. And I think that that time together and getting to know each other uh, and that respect and that empathy for them and what they were going through and what they needed to contend with uh, really helped us shine and, and got them excited, uh, not only comfortable, but excited about being part of Gridiron. Many of your limited partners have been invested with you really since the beginning, but I, I know you also had some new LPs invest with Gridiron for the first time in, in Fund 4. Can you talk with us about the process with first-time LPs during the pandemic and in particular, how did you replicate the on-site visits and other opportunities for a new manager to really, you know, as they say, look you in the eyes and really get to know you? Yeah, I think, you know, I'll talk to both of them because the existing LPs, obviously, we've known each other. We've had a relationship. There's been a lot of in-person interaction. And really, at the beginning of the year, just prior to COVID, we were all together to celebrate our 15-year anniversary here at Gridiron. And so what we saw as we went through, you know, the pandemic and, and throughout the year, uh, our performance, both on our portfolio company performance, but also our ability to invest in, in new businesses and add-on companies, uh, really, I guess, shined uh, in both regards. For our existing LPs, it really uh, made them want to come back and increase allocations uh, that they had made earlier in this fund. And for our first-time LPs, you know, those things, uh, you know, all really kind of filled out uh, how they felt about us and our performance. And I think what we did really well, in addition to just spending extra time with them, uh, is we connected the dots so that they uh, could speak to other LPs that had been existing, were back in this fund, uh, and they knew. And so they could rely on somebody they knew well to, uh, to leverage that as, as, a, as a reference. Tom, uh, turning to deals, um, as you know, buyout activity was up uh, in Q3 over 10%. And as we look into the fourth quarter and the first quarter of 2021, it looks like those high activity levels are continuing. Uh, what do you see ahead in 2021 in terms of the deal environment? Yeah, so we, we were able to invest in four great platform companies this year. Uh, and, uh, you know, in total, not just with Fund 4, uh, we did 12 add-on acquisitions throughout the portfolio. And so as we look forward, we're, we're very bullish on 2021. Uh, we see more opportunities. Um, the, the issue, I think, it's going to be a, a crowded market for companies that are on the market for sale. And so... Uh, we think there's going to be a lot of opportunity, uh, a lot of hard work, and we think 2021 will see uh, levels both in numbers and dollar volume 
uh, that outpaces, uh, you know, anything in recent history. So we're, we're, we're very bullish on 2021 as we go into it. Tom, I'd like to ask you a few questions regarding your response to the pandemic. Uh, Gridiron is headquartered in New Canaan, Connecticut. Uh, what percentage of your team is working in the office these days and what percentage is working from home? Yeah, so there, there's a lot to that because from day one and very early on, I think we were one of the first to move into a, uh, a COVID environment type approach. Um, you know, we're, we're most concerned with not only our employees, but all of our portfolio companies and their employees' health and safety. So that was job one, top priority from the very beginning and continues to be as we sit here today. So, you know, we, we did a lot in engaging the team and putting the cadence in place uh, where everybody could interact very efficiently. Their concerns, uh, questions could be answered. Uh, we could bring best practices to the table. And, and so we have uh, been operating on a voluntary uh, basis here at the office since the day after Memorial Day. And, and we continue to to operate in that regard, uh, and will do so at least until February 15th. And uh, we, we found uh, with our technology and where we stood prior and uh, putting some of these uh, processes in place, uh, we've been very efficient. And uh, nothing beats uh, being together and meeting people and working with each other in person, but uh, we've been able to make the, the most out of uh, a tough situation. And uh, going forward, do you envision Gridiron Investment Professionals working more from home after the pandemic? And do you anticipate changes to your and the team's travel schedule post-pandemic? Yeah, those are discussions that are ongoing. And uh, you know, we, we'd like to go ahead and take the best of what we've been through and, and adopt that. Uh, but also, you know, taking the best of how things worked before. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, you're going to look look backwards, but you're you're also going to come up with a a plan and an operating plan and processes and, and cadence that uh, is going to be best, uh, you know, for, for your firm. We're doing that for Gridiron, and we think it's really important. So I I, I don't see more physical travel. Um, I think we'll all look and question whether something can be done, you know, very efficiently and effectively, you know, through a video. Uh, and uh, and we'll have to make those decisions as we go forward. But we're, we're not making a commitment either way at this point, uh, but uh, we are going to look for best practices and make sure we operate like that going forward. So, Tom, you already said you're uh, very bullish on uh, 2021, but on a cautionary note, in your opinion, what is the number one concern everyone in private equity should have as we turn the page into 2021? We, we've been through, all of us, a very difficult year, and uh, I think the one thing that kind of shined through is that uh, we were able to figure out, uh, all of us, we were able to figure out ways to operate safely uh, and, and really putting our employees' health first uh, and getting through the pandemic uh, in, in a good way. And so I think the biggest risk actually is uh, whether it's federal, state, or local governments, not taking into account the balance that, that really should be happening uh, and, and, and maybe overstepping and trying to shut things down um, when, when we can, you know, we've already proven we can operate pretty efficiently and, and effectively um, and still keep people safe. So that's, that's my biggest concern. Tom, thanks very much for joining us and sharing your insights.
Oh, you bet. I appreciate uh, the time. And again, uh, love the relationship. And let's hope 2021 is uh, a year without as many challenges. But, but I think we all learned a lot and got through 2020 really well. So thank you. Thank you both. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Paul and I would like to thank all of you for joining us for our discussion with Tom today. If you have any questions regarding the topics addressed or anything else, please don't hesitate to get in touch with Paul or me or whomever you already have a relationship with at Ropes. You can also subscribe and listen to Ropes' podcasts wherever you regularly listen to podcasts, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. 